Well, hey, whether you stumbled onto my podcast or you've been a longtime listener, I'm glad you're listening. What is this podcast all about? Well, it's about people just like me, just like you, about age 60, maybe a little older, maybe a little younger, but you, like me, are trying to figure out how you're going to do life for this next 10, 20, 30 years. How are you going to stay healthy? What are you going to eat? Are you going to exercise? How are you going to do the things you really, really want to do in retirement? Uh, But most importantly, things that I think about go along these lines. How am I going to avoid assisted living? How am I going to maintain my independence? How am I going to enjoy life to its fullest until God says my time is done? Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Pushing 60 Aside. I am your host, Gene Fleming, recording right here in my hometown of Fort Payne, Alabama, at the foot of Lookout Mountain. I think it's one of the most beautiful places on earth, and I hope you drop by and see me sometime. It's been a couple of weeks since the last podcast, and you know, if I want to give you something, I want to give you something good, something meaningful, something that motivates you. And so I'm going to ask you right off the bat, what are you doing? What in the Sam heck are you doing with yourself? We've already established that those of us that are still here, we're still here. The pandemic, the pandemic, the virus did not get us. And whether we got sick with the uh, virus or we didn't get sick, whether we got vaccinated, whether we didn't get vaccinated. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you survived a pandemic. I have enjoyed this last couple of weeks more than any couple of weeks I've had in the last year and a half. And and I can say that without reservation because I got to return in part almost fully to what life was like for me as a trainer before the pandemic. On June the 7th, we started our senior fitness classes here at the Fort Payne Senior Center. I was really pleased that the first day back, we had 21 people that came for class. Uh, The second class, we had about 17 or 18. And this past Friday's class, we had, I guess there was, uh, it was close to 20 again. And that's a good rebound for a program like that, you know. And uh, we had new people come to the class as well. We had some old familiar faces that, for whatever reason, haven't started back up with us, but I believe they'll be back shortly, and I certainly hope so. So let me let me tell you a little bit about these classes. Uh, you know, I know you're likely never going to attend one of them, although you would be welcome to if uh, if you drop through Fort Payne on any Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 9.30 a.m. Please call me so I know you're coming and I can tell you how to get there. But um, <clears throat> the classes are designed specifically for people over 60. Now, what we've done is we've made allowances for people that are under 60, but genuinely need the classes due to perhaps a disabling uh, event in their life or a, a disease or an illness, say cerebral palsy, or uh, perhaps a stroke or you know, a heart attack or something like that. So we're kind of flexible on the ages. And we have people in the classes 
as young as 50 and as old as 93. So think about this. All of us have been homebound and restricted by the pandemic for, you know, going on a year and a half. And um, we were afraid to go out. You know, we couldn't do our normal social activities. Uh, start, a lot of us started shopping online and picking up our groceries and things like that. Uh, or we started having things delivered to us. And for my senior folks, that way of living was a, a whole new restriction on their quality of life. And some of them were genuinely, wholeheartedly afraid to go anywhere. And so they stayed home day after day, week after week, month after month. And, you know, hey, folks, there's only so much house and yard work you can do. There, it's, it's hard to exercise at home, especially if you live alone and you've got a little age on you. There's always that fear and, and risk of falling or hurting yourself somehow. And uh, so a lot of my seniors have spent the last year and a half um, at home for the most part alone. And the one thing that they, I can almost assuredly tell you they didn't do was do regular exercise. So as we started up with our class this past Monday, I told them right off the bat, hey, we're going to ease back into this. We're going to start with simple stretches and range of motion activities. We want to wake this body up because it hasn't been doing these specific sorts of things for a long time, you know. And so I didn't want to take folks that hadn't had any physical activity to speak of in the last year and a half and say, okay, today you were going to go right back to where we were when our classes ended with full sets and, and certain numbers of repetitions, lifting weights and, and other activities. So the first class was uh, simply, hey, glad to see you back. And we did a series of stretches. Because I hear so often about shoulder injuries shoulder limitations, even shoulder surgeries, and people going to rehab for their shoulders or, uh, or going to physical therapy for their sh shoulders, I declared this new beginning in our senior fitness classes as the year of the shoulders. So we're focusing a lot on that. Of course, we're going to do whole body exercise as much as we can, but a lot of emphasis being placed on getting those shoulders to working like they're supposed to again. And um, I got to say, the class was well, well received by those who came. And so many of them told me, hey, Gene, I'm so glad to be back in these classes. They helped me so much and I've really missed them. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that Yes, the classes are fun, they're physical, they're only 30 minutes long, but the social aspect of these classes is really a wonderful thing because, you know, 
a lot of these people had not seen each other. You know, they've known each other for a long time now, but they hadn't seen each other since our classes were shut down at the beginning of the pandemic. And so it was really, it was almost a reunion-like uh, environment. Lots of smiles. And, uh, and you know, I was really impressed with the folks because they didn't need instruction on, you know, the hygiene issues and the social distancing things. I set the classroom up uh, for the, you know, six foot spacing. It's easy to spread the chairs out and it's almost essential with the exercises that we do. They need the space between each other for some of the lifts and stretches and reaches and things that we do. So it was all, you know, kind of a common sense approach to reintroducing and introducing for the first time, some of them to exercising as a person about 60, some of them a little younger than 60 and some of them 60 and a half. And I don't mean like 60 in six months, I mean 90. So we eased back into the exercise, a lot of smiles, a lot of laughs, and I think we had a lot of fun. By Friday, the class had slipped to about 40 minutes and nobody cared. Now, what was their experience? Well, as any good trainer would, you follow up with your clients, you know, after specifically different exercise sessions. And you ask questions like, well, how did your body handle that? How did you feel the day after exercise? Did you have any soreness? Was there anything that we did that proved to be unreasonable or too difficult for you? And that way we can work on strategies to finding alternative ways of accomplishing pretty much the same thing without causing injury and undue soreness. So anyway, that's my report for today is that uh, in getting back to what I called a perhaps new normal in the last podcast, uh, so far, it's pretty much like the old normal was, slightly different, but nothing that's going to slow us down or hold us back. Now, as I have continued to uh, teach both classes and you know, and I have to take care of myself, too. It's not just, you know, go teach classes and go home because in the classes we work out with lighter weights and and we don't do as many, say, ballistic exercise motions as I might would do in the gym. We don't sprint or run or anything like that. We don't jog. We don't jump up and down. We don't do jumping jacks. Uh, this class for seniors is billed as a low impact uh, exercise class. And by low impact, we mean, you know, we're not going to do a lot of uh, jarring of the joints. That's all we mean by that. And the goal is not is not cardiovascular exercise, although their heart rates do go up a little bit during the class. And that's okay because there's physical exertion there and their body wants more oxygen to support that. So anyway, I'll be glad to update you on how the class goes and 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 share some of the results that we start seeing in about six weeks to two months, because that's realistic. You know, change in our bodies doesn't come suddenly, suddenly, except for injuries. 
that happened suddenly, but uh, working out, doing exercises, the there's going to be some soreness. Uh, you know, there shouldn't be pain and that keeps you awake all night after your exercise. Uh, the soreness should be one of those things you go to pick up your arm today and you say, oh, yeah, I got a little soreness right there. Uh, but nothing that's going to keep me from doing my ordinary activities. And that soreness typically lasts for a day or two. And that works out perfectly with our classes because we exercise on Monday. We get two days to give those muscles a little chance to calm down. And then we can exercise them again on Wednesday. There's a certain logic to this that makes a lot of sense. So for me, I've got to make sure that I'm in good enough shape to teach the classes. You know, I can't fumble around and be uncertain of what I'm doing. You know, my, everything about me has to be as strong as it should be for someone at my age. And so I have to hit the gym and I have to get a little bit of, for me, a little bit of cardiovascular exercise in. And uh, these days, I don't run as much as I used to. I still run some, but I typically get to walking as fast as I possibly can. And, you know, even for my walking, I do some stretching and warming up for that. Like, well, how do you walk up? How do you warm up for walking? Well, Simply, you walk gently at first, and after you know a couple of hundred yards, a half mile, you pick up the pace and start really pushing it. Now, I I still use a fitness tracker, so how do I know I'm getting there? How do I know I'm getting into a a zone of intensity in my physical activity that's doing me some good? The easiest way to monitor that is simply check and see what my heart rate's doing, and I do that. <laughs> probably once every two or three minutes when I'm doing uh, fast-paced walking or jogging or even running because, you know, there's certain numbers that I'm looking for at my age. Like when I'm running, I want to be up in the 130s, 140s on my heartbeat. Uh, if I'm sitting around watching TV, I want to be in the 50s, 60s, low 70s, you know, and having this consciousness of what my heart is doing and what it should be doing or what I want it to do when I'm exercising is powerful knowledge because folks, I can walk, I could walk for a solid hour. Yes, I get some exercise, but if I'm walking at a slow pace, my heart rate may never get above 80. And so it's better than sitting on the couch, but it's not cardiovascular exercise. So for me personally, I'm back in the gym, and it's 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 wonderful for me because I've met and gotten to know a lot of people over the years in the gym. So I've got buddies, you know, friends, acquaintances. We do a little chit chat, and you know, we get our workouts on uh, because this is the year of the shoulder for my classes. I've had to get back on the machines and and back on the free weights and work on my own shoulder strength because what's good for the goose is truly good for the gander. And uh, so I'm doing overhead presses. I'm doing bench presses. I'm doing um, 
a, a variety of pulls and pushes with weight machines to strengthen my chest, my shoulders, because, uh, you know, it it's important because strengthening the shoulder helps protect the rotator cuff. It helps prevent injuries. And so it's just it's just smart. And I know what to do. But like anybody else, I have to kind of coach and make myself get up and go to the gym and put in the hour, hour and 15 minutes, whatever I need to uh, get it done. So this week, I got a little soreness, a predictable outcome of lifting because I haven't lifted as heavy uh, during the pandemic as I did before the pandemic. And slowly but surely, I'll work my way back up to loads that are really challenging for me and ones that, uh, quite frankly, I just enjoy doing. I haven't really focused on working my leg strength so much yet because, uh, uh, well, I just haven't had time yet. But uh, starting in about a week, I will alternate days where, you know, in the one day I'll train my lower body and my core, and the next day I'll train my core and my upper body. And uh, in truth, that leaves some part of me a little bit sore just about all the time, but it's something I've grown used to over the years, and I embrace it because I know that soreness is a reflection of how that muscle was tested, and testing it makes it grow and get stronger, and that's the goal. How strong do I need to be? I need to be strong enough. I need to be strong enough that when I'm lifting a carton of bottled water out of the back of my car, that I don't hurt my back. That it's not a strain walking up the steps and going in the house with it. That I can shoulder it if needs be and carry it on my shoulders. Uh, same thing for gardening supplies, whether it's fertilizer or mulch or potting soil or whatever. Uh, there's one bag of potting soil that I buy from Lowe's. It must weigh 60, 65 pounds. Uh, it's a it's a beast. And I, nobody takes that stuff out and puts it in your car or truck for you. And so it'd be a good place for me to get hurt by working out in the gym. And, and because of my desire to continue doing the things that I do to take care of my yard, my home, um, you know, going to the gym has a payoff for me. Now, um, the one thing I never do is uh, quickly pick up anything. I test things before I pick them up to judge how heavy they are or are not. Um, it's I find it's kind of funny that, you know, I kind of measure things in in eight pound increments. Why? Because I have a two gallon watering can that I use in my flower beds that uh, when it's got two gallons of water in it, it weighs a little over 16 pounds. So I know exactly how much 16 pounds weighs because I have to carry this can sometimes six or eight times around different places in the yard. And, you know, water the roses and water the pansies and water the, the daylilies and all the other flowers I got going. But uh, so there's a practical application to what I'm doing. You know, it's not, you know, I'm so far past trying to have an athletic body and, uh, you know, and I'm I'm not trying to impress uh, 
anyone with a physique. You know, I got what the good Lord blessed me with. I need to take good care of it and do my best to keep myself thriving as a person who's approaching his mid-60s. And I hope you take that same approach, too. Even if you're a younger person who listens to my podcast, and I don't know why I've said this before, but I've got a lot of listeners in the 18 to 24 crowd. You know, these rules of fitness don't just apply to us old people. They apply across the board. And if you're sitting too much, if you're not using your muscles, they get weaker. And with weakness comes the possibility of injury. Um, And everybody should do some activity at least five days a week, about 30 minutes a day. That's not too much to ask. That's two and a half hours out of a 168-hour week. And I bet you, you can do it if you'll just get started and say, okay, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm going to go for a good brisk walk for 30 minutes, or I'm going to go for a good brisk walk for 15 minutes. A young person can do a mile in 15 minutes. And I'm going to spend the other 15 minutes working out with some dumbbells, some elastic bands on a Pilates machine. Or maybe you'll go one step further and actually actually join a gym, work with a trainer and, um, you know, and and see what you can do to strengthen and improve the overall health of your body. And really, that's what it's all about. Those of us that have got six or seven decades under our belts, we often think, oh, gee, I wish I had taken better care of my body when I was younger. I wished I'd eaten more vegetables and less fried stuff and less junk food. And uh, and now here I am, I'm battling the bulge. And all I really want to do is live, be healthy, and be happy. And that's the goal of this podcast. Point folks in a good, healthy direction and hopefully to motivate you to take the very best care of yourself that you possibly can. Well, I think this is going to be a short podcast today because I've got a big hill out here. I'm recording this in my car. I hope the sound quality is not too bad, Uh, but at least I don't have to battle the dogs. So if you hear if you heard birds chirping in the background, if you heard a motorcycle go by or any of those kinds of things, I apologize for that. But, you know, it's a podcast and sometimes we get some background noise. I'm about to go out here in this big cemetery on the south side of Fort Payne with some tremendous hills because I need some hill climbing as I start working my leg strength back up to what it was pre pandemic. And, um, you know, if. If I'm going to talk the talk, I need to walk the walk, and that's what I'm about to do. Until our next podcast, I hope you'll keep on listening. I hope you'll share the podcast and that you will think about what you are doing. I ask you at the beginning of the podcast, what in the Sam heck are you do- what, what in the Sam heck are you doing to take care of yourself? Are you thinking about what you're putting in your mouth? Are you thinking about what you're drinking? Are you thinking about uh, any exercise at all? And, uh, and I hope you are. I hope you are because that way you'll still be a listener this time next year. Until our next podcast, may the good Lord bless you.